And welcome into another great edition of Board Check. I'm Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome in to our weekly hockey extravaganza. Why not? My show, I'll call it what I want. Good handful of things we want to get into today, uh, including something that I, I, I thought was... It, it makes sense to me once I hear it. We'll, be, we'll put it that way. We even have a Justin Bieber-related story coming up. Yep, only on my show do we talk about hockey and Justin Bieber. Now, Alexander Ovechkin has been in the news for two different reasons. One positive, one negative. Yeah, good way to put it. Well, actually, two positives, if you really want to think about it. Um, him and his three fellow Russian Washington Capitals players are currently on quarantine when they all not only broke protocol, but I believe one of them may have tested positive for the uh, COVID virus going around right now. So the Capitals are without their four Russian-born players, including... Uh, the hotshot goalie, and, uh, Kuznetsov, and it's just a mess. Uh, I believe the team was also fined, like, a good chunk of money for this particular protocol being breached. Now, I'm going to get, I'm going to get into, uh, another COVID-related thing here in a minute, but I want to tell you the other Ovechkin thing. And that is that he is slowly moving up the goals list. He is currently an eighth with 707 goals to pass Mike Gardner. He just needs one. Well, no, he needs two to pass him. Uh, he is one behind Mike Gardner for seventh. Obviously, Gretzky being 894. Veskin's been playing for 15, 16 years now. Averages about... 45 a year. Well, in that case, by the end of next year, no, more than that. Let's see. If he plays about four more years, he's going to be real close to Gretzky, which is insane. Here's some other people he could pass. Um, he'll probably pass. He might end up in fourth by the end of this year. which is just insane. Uh, Phil Esposito has 717. He's number six. Number five is Marcel Dion. He has 731. Brett Hull has 741. That's where I think uh, he, he could end up by the end of this year. He could be in fourth. Uh, Yager at 766. Gordy Howe is number two at 801. And like I said, Gretzky at 894. How crazy is that? The, the all-time goals, that's that's like in baseball, and, and depending on how you think about it, it's, you know, it's your opinion one way or the other. Um, I won't get into mine here, but in my, you know, I guess teenage years, we watched Barry Bonds eclipse Hank Aaron's record. Like I said, there depending on what side you fall on on, on that particular thing. 
But here, we don't have that instance. We have exceptional players that are breaking the records of the other exceptional players. So it'll be interesting to see how far Alex can get up this year. Of course, he's got to be a little smarter with his decisions and not have to sit out games like this. But it's going to be interesting to see as he as he passes everybody. Uh, hopefully, you know. The weird thing is, is that looking at the top 25, there's only two active players on it, and that's Ovechkin at eight. That's Patrick Marlowe at number 25, who has 562 goals. Now, here's the crazy thing. He's only two behind Matt Sundin and Joe Neuendijk. And actually, he scores... I'm going to do quick math in my head. He scores another 16 goals. He'll be into 21st overall as he passes Mike Bossy and Mark Recchi. That's that's pretty crazy. But, like I said, it'd be fun to watch Marlowe and, and fun to watch Ovechkin move up the list, see how high they can get. Uh, in the next couple years, it's uh, just an exciting time to be a fan. Speaking of streaks, you got Yandel's streak of 867 consecutive games played. He also got his 100th goal the other day. Uh, that is spectacular that he has played 867 consecutive games without without missing a game. Hockey players get dinged up all the time. So congratulations to him on his streak and his hundredth goal. Um, you know, if he plays out this year, he'll he'll eclipse nine hundred. Who knows how how long he could go with this? But it's I mean it's already probably out of reach. I don't know. Like I said, hockey's such a, a crazy physical sport that I'm not sure if anybody could get close to that. So probably a pretty safe record. With the uh, MLK Martin Luther King Jr. celebrations throughout the league and uh, Boston retiring the Willie O'Ree jersey. You know, Willie was the first uh, African-American uh, to play in the NHL. Such a pioneer for, for an inspiration for so many, so many people. Uh, but they're finally, they've, they've honored him a couple times here and there. But they're officially, I believe, retiring his number and, and doing a uh, and did a big celebration. And it's just uh, this is what we should be doing, celebrating the heroes and, and the great people of the sport. Uh, let's see. Oh. Here's the other virus thing going on. The Carolina Hurricanes have uh, have their facilities closed down. I believe they may have opened up possibly today. 
So waiting on confirmation on that. But uh, I believe they had some people who, who uh, tested positive initially. So they do the right thing. They quarantine everybody. They shut down the facilities. And uh, they postponed all the games. I think they were in the process of playing Nashville. And I think they had one, one other game coming up. I can't remember who they were playing for that. But, uh, you know, this is just something that we're having to deal with in the world and in sports. And the NHL and these teams do a good job of staying on top of things and just saying, hey, okay, so you guys aren't playing this week. We'll make them up some more down the road. But like I said, I think within the next day or so, we should see the Hurricanes back on the ice and uh, resuming play, my guess, early week. Uh, you know, what we like to do here at Impact Media is when we see, when we watch games, uh, we'll do a little quick synopsis of the games that we watched, we're able to catch in between all the other amazing things we're preparing for you guys. I mean, there's a good chance we may have six straight days of shows, given the way this week went, bleeding into next week. But uh, here's a recap of some of the games that we saw. Uh, last Sunday, a week ago, we saw the Washington Capitals and the Pittsburgh Penguins in a uh, classic battle between the two. This is this has turned into the Yankees Red Sox of the NHL. These are two of the better teams, featuring two of the best players among all the other stars on these teams. It is uh, it is just incredible to to watch the battle. Uh, this thing goes all the way uh, to a shootout where Gensel actually got the goal to win it for Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh kind of surges ahead a little bit there. Uh, on Monday, we had the Buffalo Sabres drop six on the Philadelphia Flyers. They really could have done more. But, uh, you know, I've been telling you that the Flyers are using this physical style again they're big bruisers they, they like to knock you around get under your skin and uh up until recently that was working great with the fact that they were actually scoring in the process using that physical might to to power their way into the zone and score goals Here was the problem. They didn't score a lot of goals. And, uh, you know, it's nice to dominate the game physically, but Buffalo didn't seem to care about getting knocked around because all they were doing was knocking the puck in the back of the net. Uh, big win for Buffalo. I still think they've got a little ways to go, and uh, the Flyers are going to have to try not to score all their goals in just a couple games. Also on Monday, we had the Arizona Coyotes, who uh, got doubled up by the Vegas Golden Knights, 4-2. to two. Vegas had some uh, killer chances, 
Uh, then it was just some just some bad shots, but they were able to find a way to win this game. And uh, we'll get into the standings here in a minute. Uh, and then also Pittsburgh and Washington played again earlier this week. This one goes to overtime. Where uh, not only was it a classic rivalry battle, but uh, of all things, in overtime, the loose puck rebound bounces right to one Sidney Crosby, and he knows what to do with it. Knocked it right in the open space next to the goalie. It was to the goalie's right for those keeping score at home. Uh, Crosby just couldn't be Crosby. And you got to look. That's two different wins that the Penguins had against the Capitals because it was right after this when the Russian breach, so to say, happened. Uh, let's see. Let's get into the Justin Bieber story. Can we? Let's Justin Bieber story. All right. So Justin Bieber recently uh, came out and made a statement. I can't remember if he was in a, it was an interview or he, he just said it out in public or something or, you know, something like that. Um, obviously he's a big Maple Leafs fan. Uh, he is from Toronto. I'm pretty sure. I know he's from Canada. He's from right around the Toronto area. Yeah, that's right. He's, he's Canadian folks. He's not American. Uh, he recently came out and said that the Toronto, it's time for the Toronto Maple Leafs to be back on top. I agree. It, it has been a, a while since they've, they've really been a force to reckon with. But, uh, you know... It comes down to, uh, you know, you have to love yourself so that others can. And if you love yourself and love your team as much as Justin Bieber does, well, then uh, those are the best intentions. Those are the best intentions for sure. And uh, shout out Justin Bieber for being a hockey fan. Not all Canadians are hockey fans and not all hockey fans are Canadian. But here we are, somebody at the top of the pop charts. He loves talking hockey. How cool is that? Let's see. A few more things and we will be out of here for uh, for today. Let's get into those standings. The current standings. The Scotia North otherwise known as the All-Canada. Right now, the Montreal Canadiens hold a two-point lead over Winnipeg and Toronto, who have uh, who have eight. Uh, Calgary still hanging in there. Edmonton getting some stuff together. Uh, and then Vancouver and Ottawa, just happy to be here. We go to the Honda West. The Vegas Golden Knights and the Minnesota Wild are currently tied for first in that. Shout out to our very own John Watts here at Impact Media that is a big Minnesota fan. Uh, St. Louis right behind them with seven. Colorado with six. 
Arizona with five, the Kings have four, the Ducks have four, and San Jose has four. San Jose, Anaheim, and L.A., a.k.a. the California block of teams, are all in similar boats. they got to figure out how to start over, when to start over, and what to do once you start over because all their stars uh, got older. Some of them have left, and uh, those contracts are, are uh, big enough to keep them from, from really making some big moves. So we'll see what they do over there. But um, that's a fun division over there. You got the Mass Mutual East. Weird that they're all named things like this. Uh, Washington is actually at the top with eight points. Boston and Philadelphia at seven. The Islanders and Pittsburgh at six. This is loaded. Devils at five. Rangers and Buffalo at three. It is... It's just what I've said all along. The Devils, the Rangers, and Buffalo, a.k.a. the New York, New Jersey area here, outside of the Islanders, of course, are just all in the same influx as as uh, the California block I just said. They desperately need to change direction. But until they figure out... Until they figure out How to do that? They're just kind of stuck, and until they decide to do that, and then last but not least, the Discover Central is being led right now by the Columbus Blue Jackets and the Tampa Bay Lightning. That both have six apiece. This is the division people are beating up on each other. Uh, the Florida Panthers, the Carolina Hurricanes, Nashville, and Detroit all have four. Chicago with three, Dallas with two. Talk about Stanley Cup hangover, the Dallas Stars. Now, granted, they've only played their one game, and they are one and up. Remember, they had the the uh, shutdown early on, like the Canes are doing now. Dallas started theirs that way, so their hangover was the delay. I think they're going to rebound. We're going to see them in the top very, very soon. Uh, Chicago, Detroit. It's just it's what I've said before. It's they're in the same boat. There's a third of the league that needs to start over. So we'll see what they do. Uh, there was a pretty big trade, and a lot of people were surprised by it, but if you semi-keep up with any of the players involved or any of the teams, shouldn't have been that surprising. The Winnipeg Jets traded Patrick Laine and Jack Russelvik to the Blue Jackets for Pierre-Luc Dubois and a third-round 2022 pick. Now, I don't know about Jack Russelvik, but Patrick Laine wanted out of Winnipeg. And Pierre-Luc Dubois wanted out of Columbus. So the two teams got together. They've been working on this for a little bit. And they made it work. This is how this is how it's supposed to work. If you have a player who doesn't want to be there and there's no way to repair the fractured relation you have with them, 
then try to make a deal that helps you and helps the other team and get that player out of town. And that's what these two teams did. That's I applaud their efforts. I applaud here. I'll do. I applaud their efforts. Instead of them letting having disgruntled players that that may or may not play up to potential all year, they uh, they got them out. And now they have new players who are looking forward to the the restart they had. And we'll see if the Jets and uh, Blue Jackets can use that momentum in, to their advantage. Uh, let's see, a couple more here. Joe Thornton, Jumbo Joe. He's going to be out for about a month with a rib fracture. Uh, he, he took a shot the other day during the game, went out during the went out during, I believe, the first period of that game. And uh, we hope Jumbo Joe has a, a speedy recovery. A big, big Joe Thornton fan. And, uh, you know, he's definitely going to be missed on the ice. He was, he was just really finding a groove with the Leafs. So we'll see what they do with him out. And we'll also uh, see him in about three or four weeks, hopefully when he returns, better than ever. Like I just said earlier, the Stars are finally back on the ice after being delayed, their delay started the season because of the uh, the covert outbreak that happened there. It is good to have all the teams. Like I said, I think the Canes will be returning shortly, and so will the Capitals Russian players. So it should be back to full strength, so to say. It's But right now the NHL is on a little bit of power play. They'll power through it, as they always do. And then lastly... Congratulations out to Patrick Kane. He became the youngest U.S.-born player to reach 1,000 points. That is an incredible number. Uh, a lot of it happened during Chicago's heyday. Now he's doing it. Another Chicago's heyday. What am I even talking about? Ha! Huh. But uh, congratulations to him on being the youngest to 1,000 points. He has had a, an incredible career. No, Patrick Kane. Yeah, I'm talking about not Evander Kane. Okay, I was getting confused there. Yeah, during Chicago's heyday where they won a couple cups. Um, now they're just trying to ride this wave till it hits the beach. And I'm pretty sure they can see the hotel from here. So we'll see what Chicago does. I really hope they rebound and do some things. Uh, I, uh, part of my in-laws are in Chicago, and they're big Blackhawks fans. And uh, I look forward to not only Chicago doing well again, but getting up there hopefully – soon to see some games with them but that's gonna do it for us this week shout out to all you guys who make this show super amazing and fun to do i'm jeremy the impact york thanks for tuning in to board check we will see you guys next week deuces Oh, no, 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 no.